latest cattle on feed report and softer corn futures helped ignite a fire beneath feeder cattle futures. Cash fed cattle prices finally budged higher as wholesale beef prices climb. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point for August 24th, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Although weaker outside markets tied to worries about expanding COVID variant infections weighed on commodity markets overall last week, the outlook for improving supply fundamentals bolstered cattle markets, especially cash and futures for feeder cattle. In the latest livestock, dairy, and poultry outlook, USDA's Economic Research Service projected the average feeder steer price this year $3 higher than the previous month at $145.13 a hundredweight. Average prices are projected at $153 in the second and third quarters. Compared to the previous month, that's $7 higher for the third quarter and $5 higher for the fourth quarter. ERS forecast next year's annual average feeder steer price $5 higher at $151.50. Prices are projected to average $149 in the first quarter next year and $147 in the second. Nationwide, calves and feeder cattle sold from a dollar lower to two dollars higher, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. AMS analysts say springborn calves in the northern plains are coming to market already, as the drought is forcing calves off the range a full two to three months earlier than usual. Despite it being a bit too early for cattle feeders, they say demand is very good for these light calves. Also worth noting is that auction, direct, and video internet receipts reported last week were significantly higher compared to the previous week and previous year. 439,000 head traded hands versus 74,000 the previous week and 283,100 the previous year. Much of the increase came from video sales which clocked in at 267,600 head. Seasonal weakness will influence the calf market as a larger quantity of animals come to market. However, prices aren't expected to soften as much as they have historically, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. He says it's clear demand is strong for cattle and that demand is not expected to soften. This means supply will be the primary factor putting pressure on calf prices. Feeder cattle features closed an average of $4.18 higher week to week on Monday from $1 to $5.72 higher. They were boosted Friday and Monday by the monthly cattle on feed report, which we'll talk more about momentarily. Softer corn futures prices also provided support. They closed an average of $0.31.6 lower through the new crop contracts week to week on Monday. Griffith points out the futures market is offering opportunity to hedge a profit for calves purchased this fall and marketed in the spring. Although it's not known how many producers will take advantage of the opportunity, he says the longer the deferred cattle futures remain at current levels, the more strength that will remain in the fall calf market. In his weekly market comments, Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, explains, Cash feeder cattle markets continue to adjust to higher feed costs. 
partly in terms of general price levels, but particularly in the relative prices of lightweight and heavy feeder cattle. According to Peel, the flattening of the price line across weights translates into higher value gain potential for added feeder cattle weight gain. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. There's an insightful look at the notion of basing the cash-fit cattle market on a cutout-derived live price equivalent, discussion about the rhetoric surrounding cattle and climate change, strategies to prevent shipping fever, and lots more. Take a look. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices last week were a dollar higher in the Southern Plains at $122 a hundredweight, one to two dollars higher in Nebraska at 125 to 127, and one to $2 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $127. Dress trade was mostly $2 higher in Nebraska at $200, and it was from $1 to $2 higher to $4 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $200. Last week's five area direct average steer price was $2.19 higher on a live basis at $125.47 hundredweight. The average steer price on the beef was just a nickel higher at $200.68. Amid the stronger cash prices, Griffith notes the clear price difference between the North and the South, which he says is likely due to supply and expected quality grade. Overall though, Griffith says, beef prices are strong enough that one would expect fed cattle prices to continue escalating, although there's no guarantee as fed cattle prices tend to be soft this time of year. Live cattle futures closed an average of $2.34 higher through the front four contracts week to week on Monday and then an average of 49 cents higher except for 7 cents lower in away August. Cattle market optimism is clearly reflected in the futures market, Peel says, with these live cattle $10 more than current cash levels. Wholesale beef values continue to surprise many. Choice box beef cutout value was $18.23 higher week to week on Monday at $348.03 hundredweight. Select was $15.85 higher at $319.40. Steer byproduct value was $0.14 cents higher at $15.07 hundredweight. Griffith explains choice box beef prices reached their highest daily price since May of 2020 when the coronavirus pandemic slowed beef production. At this point, he says, it's clear the strength in beef prices is more than just Labor Day demand because most of the Labor Day purchasing would have already taken place. According to Griffith, packers managing slaughter rates and production likely offer the most plausible explanation for the beef price strength and duration. This is then coupled with strong beef demand that has supported beef prices, Griffith says, cautioning that when the market turns, prices can decline just as quickly as they've increased, but knowing when is the tough question. I mentioned the bullishness related to the latest monthly cattle on feed report that came out Friday. That report is for feedlots with a thousand head or more capacity. Placements in July of 1.74 million head 
were 154,000 head fewer, or 8.1% less than the previous year. The average of analyst expectations ahead of the report was for a decline of 7%. Marketings in July of 1.9 million head were 90,000 head fewer, or 4.5% less year over year, compared to analyst expectations for a decline on average of 3.6%. Cattle on feed August 1st of 11.07 million head were 210,000 head fewer, or 1.9% less than the same time last year. That was about even with pre-report expectations. Peel notes feedlot inventories continue to fall, partly seasonally, but also reflecting the cleanup of the backlog of feedlot cattle from earlier in the year. He explains August was the sixth consecutive month of declining feedlot inventories since the peak in February. During those six months, he says the on-feed inventory declined 1.03 million head, or 8.5%. For perspective, he says the average feedlot inventory decline from the spring high to summer low has averaged 6.2% over the last five years. Moreover, according to Peel, carcass weights also indicate that feedlots are getting more current. He points out steer and heifer carcass weights dropped below year-ago levels in May and continue lighter year-over-year. In addition to improved feedlot currentness, he says, lower carcass weights also reflect the impact and incentives fostered by sharply higher feedlot cost of gain, which should help hold carcass weights in check in the coming months. And that's your Cavanese price point for August 24th. This is Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.